Hello! Welcome to the Free Will Science and Religion Podcast. I'm Chandler Klebs, and I'm here with George Ortega and WSD Time. Yeah. Yeah. That didn't sound quite like your usual yeah. Yeah, I know, I know, but something on my mind, sorry. Yeah, he, he yeah, WSD is not quite in the same mood as usual. So anyway, yeah. here... Yeah. So he, here's our here's our topic that I'm proposing today is now the co-hosts of the Free Will Science and Religion podcast, we have been trying to explain in over 180 episodes why we don't have a free will and how everything is deterministic or causal as George and I would say. Some people think that things happen for no free will and now we've been tr- hammering that point for so long that we're that we're tired of it almost but w- today we're going to be talking about something that's related but different how do you get people who believe in free will to stop each other and to not seek this re- retributive justice based on the feeling of deserve like how do you, like are there alternative ways where we can reduce blame because it's shown that it doesn't work, it doesn't reduce crime, it doesn't make a happier world. And I do have one example of how this may happen. And it was and it was actually Yuri that gave me th- this idea. Um, because, you know, he tries to be amoral and he tries to not use any language of morality, acting like there's nothing good or bad. And while I don't necessarily agree with that approach, I have been wondering, I've been meditating on this, and I've been thinking, well, if somebody is a moral relativist or nihilist where they don't believe that there is a right or wrong, well, then they can't give anybody credit or blame. They can't praise or blame anybody because nobody can do anything good or bad if there is no good or bad. So it kind of blows your mind, and I'm not saying I agree with this moral relativism, but I'm wondering what can that be used to our advantage somehow? All right, I think um, I think it'd be good to maybe start off with what we mean by blame. Yeah. Because, you know, like within the free will context, we distinguish between blaming someone and identifying someone. Mm-hmm. And so, I, I, all right, I think what we generally mean is like to identify someone like, you know, Somebody does something both either good or bad, and um, under the no free will perspective, fine, we don't blame or praise them, but we still identify them as the proximate cause or whatever, you know. But um, but that's different than kind of like I think blaming, you know, just uh, suggests an, an additional element of. Um, hostility, I think, of aggression, of, of just, you know, um, hostility directed toward the person. So how's that sound? Yeah, that sounds about right, George, because, yeah, we all identify who is causing us harm. It's a very important to identify. There's always somebody who who was dro- who was driving that car drunk, or who or who was shooting that gun, or who who was slaughtering those animals. You know, there's always there's always a person doing a lot of these things, but that doesn't mean that that person should be punished because they deserve it. Like we're blaming them, we're because we're believing that they actually chose to be that way, to be the kind of a person who did that. And there's several reasons that we know that they 
did not choose it. That true choice, as people think of it, is an illusion. But um, yeah, we can, so there is a difference between identifying uh, a person who is causing a problem, but also knowing they're not the first cause of it. All right, so yeah, so let's move into, so what do you, what do you suggest are some ways that we, we don't really need to blame people to kind of like mold their behavior in, in, in a productive way? Well, well, the simple solution, if say like, for example, some people blame this guy, he went out, he's out on the streets somewhere on my job somewhere, and that cuts Josh's bank messed up his paycheck, and now he, he getting evicted from his house. He has nowhere to go. I feel bad for him, but at the same time, I've just seen some people blame him. When it comes to that, I would think that we should sympathize for him. When it comes to in that case, I mean, feel some sort of sympathy from for him. Yeah. When it comes to that, yeah. Yeah, I mean, and there is, a, yeah, that's another thing. For example, um. Because, you know, the free will belief is where people think that somebody deserves to be poor, that they chose to be poor, or just like people say someone chose to be overweight. And now um, here's one example. Now, for example, in certain specific cases, people are able to see – the educated people are able to see that people don't choose to be poor and they don't choose to be overweight or they don't choose to be gay or whatever, you know. People see this in small examples. A lot of them never carry it to the fullest extent and realize that nobody chooses anything, but they can at least realize that a person doesn't choose a specific thing, and then therefore they stop blaming them on that specific issue. So that's an example. All right, that's good. Um, so an, a, another example is, is kind of like, we we apply this to kids, to infants, toddlers, um, basically, you know, to people who, you know, have some kind of a disability where they can't understand things, whatever. Just the idea that um, that some of us like, you know, you know, rather than saying, well, that this person should have known better or whatever, you know, we kind of conclude, well, wait a minute, the, the kid's like three years old. You know, he did. He didn't know any better. And I think people kind of like get this without, you know, having to um, get into the whether the, the kid had a free will or not. I think it's like, you know, something that like we get the, 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 the person didn't have enough knowledge and you can't blame that person for not having enough knowledge about whatever. Yeah. Yeah, that is an example because be, because people are not as harsh with kids as they are adults and when you think about it, why is that? Like, why do do they have a difference in how they treat them? Yeah, I well, think knowledge. Go ahead. I guess they believe they have a less of um, less of knowledge barrier there, so they believe. Yeah, sure, they get mad at it, but yeah, they can't really stay mad because they know they don't know any better. Just like this is kid on my bus. Um, yeah. Yeah, he. Like I say, he has a mental disorder and all that, but thing is, he'll like pick up his shoes and throw it and all that, but I never really get mad at him because I know, yeah, that's a condition he has and he can't really help it. So, yeah, I mean, things like that. Yeah, and you just pointed to another example. So it's not just about a person's age or about knowledge. 
you know, it's like, yeah, in the medical community, psychiatry and all that stuff, they recognize whether it's anxiety, depression, whatever it is, they don't blame people for like becoming emotionally ill, even like with like, with something like alcoholism or and, and drug abuse. You know, the, the people are getting the, the point now that, you know, these are illnesses that happen to people and then people generally aren't blamed for, for the, those kinds of illnesses. Yeah. Here's another example. Like, let's take the case of self-defense. Like, when when somebody breaks into somebody's house, you know, and then the person ends up um, hurting or killing that the, the burglar or whatever in the process of trying to defend themselves, we don't blame the person who, even though they killed somebody, we know it was in self-defense and therefore we don't blame them because we say that, well, I would have done the same thing if someone had done that to me. Mm-hmm. Yep. Huh, well, that brings us to another, like, I mean, back, you know, in Greek times, and this isn't actually something that's really accepted now, but theore- theoretically it could be. It's like, you know, some of the Greeks had this belief that that at the time anyone does anything, in their mind, they're justifying it. You know, like um, somebody, you know, just acts, you know, with violence against someone else or, or something like that. You know, they say, well, this person deserved it. Like, you know, this is like, you know, whatever. So there's, a, you know, in a, basically the people believe that. And and I guess, you know, I guess that could be used as, an, you know, the free will thing doesn't get into that, you know, so I guess that could be another way that, that like, um, that, well, wait a minute, uh, that, no, wait, how do we, how do we, so if, if that's the belief, uh, yeah, I guess it absolves them, it's just like that they thought they were doing the right thing, so it's kind of like a, it's a matter of, of mistaken knowledge, mistaking right for wrong, but but yeah. not intentionally. Yeah, I remember that. In fact, remember that one guy who was doing that podcast called Who Said Anything About Free Will? Um, I don't know what ever happened to that, but I remember when I was listening to that, he went back in time and talked to Socrates. And that was what Socrates believed in that podcast, that each person uh, at the time of choice thinks that they're doing the right thing that they end up doing. Yeah, I remember. I think he, he ended up doing like three or four podcasts, and it, I I remember uh, realizing by the third or fourth that he does believe in free will, you know. But he had, the first and second episodes, you know, you you, you weren't he wasn't quite clear on that. Uh, but, that's yeah, just so, that's really disappointing. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> And I think it's so funny too because the guy who did that, he, you know, he had had, had a podcast uh, about evolution and explaining natural selection and all that. And you would think that anybody who understands evolution and understands what really drives behavior would know that free will is bogus. You would think so. But yeah, do you do you guys think that belief is true in that people justify in their minds and think that they're doing the right thing even if they're mistaken? Well, to answer your question, yes. I think they do believe that yes, it is um they're doing the right thing in their mind. Yeah. 
I think so because I think that to a certain extent, in order to take a certain action, you kind of have already thought out in your mind and you you think that you're doing something good. You may later in hindsight realize it wasn't so good, but at the time I don't think anybody knows better. Right, and and then sometimes people will say, oh, you know, they really knew better. You know, they you know they really like for example, um, yeah. And but when you challenge that, then you say, well, all right, well if they knew better why didn't they do better right and 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 then they'll say well because um and they'll come up with some other reason right some other rationale um let's say let's say it's a person that that worked for a company and you know and he knew he was wrong for um they'll say he knew he was wrong for stealing from the company or something right he just he did that and then you ask him, well, if he knew it, he was wrong, why did he do it? And then they'd say, well, because the company, you know, wasn't paying the employees enough or something. So, like, there's always a rationalization in the, the, the person's mind. So I think with, with that, you know, just by asking, by probing more and more, we can get those people to, to understand that, that yeah, that, that we, we always tend to do what we believe um, is, is the right thing. Yeah, and, and here's another gut thing, guys. Um, like for example, I it was it was not very long ago that there were actually two people that uh, I know that are Trump supporters. One of them, you know, was a person at, who works with me at Hyphy. Another person was my dentist, you know, and and they think that Trump is going to do good for this country and that he's an honest guy and all this stuff, and. Yeah, to me, I just find that so hard to believe, and yet these people genuinely do believe that Trump was the the better candidate, you know. And it's I find that just so interesting. Oh yeah, and it's so bizarre yeah. because of some of some of the horrible things that Trump did. Uh, yeah, and trust me, I know, I know one guy at my job, right? He um believes that Trump um he believes that Trump was going to fix the country. He still does. I'm like. Really, well, I really say that to him because, you know, I get in an accident and he's my safety because he's one of the safety managers for like if you do something or you mess up or something, they kind of reevaluate you. <laughs> so, if you know, if he says something wrong, I don't want him, his bias interfering with anything I do just in case for the future, you know. Yeah. I don't say nothing. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Oh yeah, but uh, yeah, I just find it very interesting um, because I think that, like, and whether or not we agree with who somebody votes for or whatever else it may be, like, I don't think that people genuinely do something that they know to be wrong. They they have to in some way think they're doing something right. Yeah, I mean, it, it's hard to come up with an example of, of you know, of something that would be to the contrary. Yeah. You know, for example, George Washington, you know, like um, perfect example, you know, had he had the Americans lost that war, you know, in the history books, we would have been reading about he would about how he was such a traitor. But because he's, you know, he was on our side, whatever, you know, he's a hero. So, um so it also depends on how things turn out. Yeah. Yeah, it's interesting to think about. 
Yeah, so can you guys think of any other ways where people don't blame people? Well, I, I think I think that the concept of forgiveness, you know, relates to that because, like, you know, forgiveness is a it's a religious concept. You know, I think it's secular also, of course. But like, for example, in, in Judaism and Christianity, different religions, sometimes you forgive a person even though they don't admit that they did something wrong. You know, it's like this unconditional forgiveness. And even though, like, you know, these religious people, they, they would not, you know, say that you're forgiving them because they don't have a free will, it actually kind of, like, amounts to that. You know, it's, it's like it's a way of absolving them without using the term free will. It's like, why do you free, forgive them? Well, they say it's because, like, you know, because, like, we have original sin and we're all imperfect and stuff. So, um, and interestingly, even, even with, with the... With the example of we always do what we consider to be right or with like the knowledge and young kids around, it's always I think if we if we dig deeply enough, you know, these other ways that don't necessarily rely on, on our lack of free will, they can be tied to, to our lack of free will in some ways. Yeah. Uh, yeah, that interesting thing you mentioned about forgiveness there, George. What, what I find personally interesting about that is the way in which um, forgiveness is a bizarre thing because uh, under the Christian belief, like like we're all evil and we deserve to burn in hell forever, oh, but God's nice and forgives us and doesn't punish us. That's kind of the way that they do it, although, of course, it gets more complicated because if you don't believe in the God the correct way, then you still burn, so I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, that's a good I still point. don't understand that logic, and yet he's supposed to be all loving. Oh, I know, man. It hurts my brain. Right. So you have somebody who does something really hor horrible, and like what they say is like, "All right, you don't deserve to be forgiven, but we're such a good person. We're such good people. We're going to forgive you." There's something that doesn't, you know, <laughs> doesn't quite make sense in that. Oh, I know, George, but that, but that's exactly right. That's exactly the way that. They, they put it. <laughs> mm -hmm. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I don't know if we've, we've devoted enough time in with the free will refutations to this concept of forgiveness, because I think it is. It is another way that, like, that society does, in fact, behave as if people don't have free will, but they just refuse to, to admit that. Yeah, that's a good, that's a good point. Like, cause it's it's actually yeah, I think it's actually hard to make sense of of forgiveness unless, to a certain extent, you are realizing a person doesn't deserve to be punished. I think yeah, I think if you dig deep enough, that that would be you know that you know they they say well you know like we're we're not perfect everybody makes mistakes and yeah duh because <laughs> we don't have a free will yeah exactly <laughs> oh. yeah huh yeah so i'm i'm trying to think if there's anything else we've forgotten um 
although if you guys want, I mean, we can switch to a, a different topic in the same podcast if you guys have something else in mind. Uh, let me. Yeah. Uh, let's see. What, what else? Well, I mean, uh, we, we've covered the medical model. We've covered, you know, young kids, forgiveness, um, being, you know, out of goodness of our hearts, we're doing it because we're good. Um, well, I think that then the other, yeah, I think we can, you know, go through some pragmatic reasons. In other words, like if we blame people, the, the, this whole free will thing aside, people become defensive, Yeah, you know, you know, and so like, if you don't blame people, then they don't feel blamed. They don't feel attacked or threatened. And they're more willing, like, say, maybe to admit to something they did wrong or to, to change their, their behavior as a result. Yeah. Just like I talked to Buddy, man. It's like, yo, I didn't, I ain't bash him, I ain't get on him. I'll try to look at the reason why. Because, like I said, I want to know the reasons why. Because, like I said, you can't blame a person because, like I said, I tried to tell them, with my A's on my bus, I tried to tell him that, yo, you like I say, he you're like this boy, like you need some bottle of cigarettes and all this. Nah, not really. If he look, the way I see it here is, if if we we can't just blame him, because honestly, with me, you don't know why. What is the reason why he got put out in the um, out there? Why is he homeless now? That's like his bank, his bank, um, probably railroaded him, and now he, um, he can't make any more last payments, and now he's just screwed up. He just, um, uh, excuse my slang, but shit out of luck. But still, yeah, that's a good, that's a good point, uh, WSD, because if you look at someone's situation, you can't automatically assume. Like, let's say that you do believe in blaming people and you do believe in free will. How do you know that that person is to blame for the situation they're in? Instead, you might blame somebody else who actually caused it to them. Yeah, it could be. Yeah. Yeah, that's what I think you're saying there. That makes sense to me. Yeah, because like I said, what is the outside force and what caused it and why is why that come to be and how they come to be. This is um the questions I like to ask because, like I said, you don't know how Buddy got in that situation or what happened in his life. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, absolutely. Yeah, like I said, I believe out there. People don't believe me. I say I believe. Yeah, I believe there. Yeah, there's a lot of bullshit out there. <laughs> no excuse my slang, but I'm serious. Yeah. Right. Another another method is kind of like this pragmatic is like. For example, if there's a parent and they're raising a four-year-old or something, and I'm just kind of like guessing. So maybe the four-year-old is they're trying to train them to not eat with their hands and maybe use a, a spoon or a fork or something. I don't know. And and like rather than like you know, kind of like telling them don't do this when they're eating with their hands to praise them when they're using the fork or, or, or the spoon or something, right? So kind of ignoring, you know, the, the, the negative behavior, just not blaming them for whatever, just simply like reinforcing the positive behavior. Yeah. 
as well as the negative, which is why I get on parents so hard. I hit on them so hard, and I'll bash them every chance I get because sometimes, <laughs> yeah. Yeah, because if you're driving a, school, um, driving a school bus and you see these fucking parents, like, oh, my kid couldn't do this. Man, my kid's fault. You just did this. You're a bad driver. Like, fuck off. Get out of here. Yeah, I ain't no, saying like that, but, you know. And yeah. teachers, te- you know, they do that to teachers also. They, you know, like. Their, their kids can't do any wrong. It's always the teacher's fault and all. So, yeah, they got to like, yeah, I hear you. Yeah. Yeah, that's the thing is, I mean, because parents, let's face it, what parents are is they're, is they're basically anybody who's, 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 you know, hit puberty and is biologically capable of reproducing. It doesn't mean they're smart. It doesn't mean they know what they're doing. It doesn't mean they're a moral person. It just means they can reproduce and, and have kids, and therefore they're a parent. <laughs> Even though they shouldn't have any fucking kids, but yeah. Yeah. My slang. Sorry, I'm getting yeah, a little angry. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah I, but I know, man. I feel you exactly, WSD. So yeah. it's interesting. So let's let's role play a little bit. Let's say, okay, let's say that we were free will believers, okay, which is hard to do, I'm sure. Um, how would we? How would we find an alternative way not to blame people for reproducing? <laughs> alternative uh, way of reproducing? Not hmm. to blame people for reproducing. Um, yeah. Well, um, again, that people that uh, we free will. Are you saying we were free will believers? Yeah, how how would we find an alternative way to stop blaming them for reproducing? <laughs> I think what they would say well, is like that. I, I think that. that they would say, well, you know, um, it was the hormones, it was the testosterone, you know, like basically like these these natural urges. But they wouldn't see that these natural urges are denying the person free will. You know, they would, they would, they, or, or the, you know, the biochemistry that, you know, that there's this, like, they would say that there's a drive, a, an innate biological drive to reproduce, but they still believe that the person has free will. So I know. And that's an interesting case because in that particular case, they are basically admitting that a person doesn't have a free will because they're driven by their, by hormones, but they still are try to believe in free will but then you find that the ex- the exceptions oh i hear a siren in the background what's oh, that sorry yeah nope, they me oh yeah yeah i guess it was on george's end but yeah what i was saying before the siren was um they are not realizing that they are admitting the person doesn't have free will because they're driven by hormones and as this progresses on you find more and more cases where people are admitting how little free will somebody has because they think there are cases where somebody has a free will that they really could have chosen otherwise. And yet I don't think everyone has ever actually been found, <laughs> you know? Yeah. And, and like with, with reproducing what they would say, well, you know, like these, these hormones and stuff make people reproduce, but, but the fact, but, because not everybody reproduces, you know, some people override that stuff with their free will. That's, that's what they would say. Yeah, they might say that because, yeah, the very fact that some people, some people like me are celibate. Other people um, get sterilized so they don't have, have kids, you know. So, I mean, people can't override that. So that's an interesting case. 
Yeah. Yeah, but I guess. But yeah, well, I, I guess. Go ahead, WC. Well, like I said, it comes to that just. Well, the good, the kids were me. I would not, you know, it was up to me. I would have any kids because, like I said, the universe is complete shit. And this fucking society is complete shit. And I don't want to bring life into it. But, yeah. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> and that, the elections and them putting the, um, putting the idiot in the White House, that, that just confirmed it. I'm just, yeah, you man, it's getting dumber. Yeah, it's it. We're, we're living. We're living idiocracy. That it's real. It's not just a movie. It's real. <laughs> it's it's like we're moving through some kind of evolutionary phase. Like, you know, they had the you know the the Cro-Magnon and the Neanderthals, and it's like the, these Republicans are like the new Neanderthals. They're just, you know, they they just they don't get it. I mean, like it's, it's so beyond. Get. How they how did they get this position? People will say they earned it, but how in the fuck is that possible? Again, yeah, fuck this election happened. Yeah, I don't get it. <laughs> oh yeah, I know. Every time I think about it, my fucking brain explodes. I'm yeah. hurt. Excuse me. Yeah, yeah. Mm. Well, well, yeah. That's that's the thing, um, WSD, because like, yeah, you you get pretty upset about this stuff, and I think we all do sometimes. Um, but that's the interesting thing is that we can. Like, this is important for people to hear is, yeah, we can be upset about what's going wrong. Even though we're not blaming people, we can still say that they're being that, – that they are being stupid and doing dumb things. <laughs> so it sometimes helps to just talk with you guys and just kind of laugh about it, you know? Right, and it does help, you know, because like, yeah, fine. We, you know, it helps us not to be angry with them. That, that, you know, they're out of their minds, right? But it's just like we take a medical model. They're not responsible for being out of their minds. There's something deeply wrong with them, you know. But at uh, least but it, it helps us to not have uh, to blame yeah, them. Yeah, stop it a half of it. <laughs> yeah. Huh. Hmm. Well, yeah, and I, I think we've done a good job of, of covering the, the basic... Um, non-free will alternatives to blaming, you know, whether it's unconditional forgiveness or the medical model, you know, so yeah. it's not like it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I think we've done, we've done pretty good at that. Um, but we still have, we still ha- have time if you wanted to talk about something else. Cause, um, cause we've only been going for about half an hour. So anything else you guys want to talk about? Well, I've, I've got I've got another topic, but it's so completely different that we might just want to like, and I'm not sure how long we can go with it, but um, I can briefly introduce it, you know, on this podcast, and, and if we want to do it, we might want to just like create a new one. Um, this idea that there's four mind-blowing realities in, you know, part of reality. One, for example, is that you know, time keeps on going back into the past and never stops, or that it'll keep going. The second one is that it'll keep going into the future and never stop, you know, like time never ends. Uh, and the second one, the third one is that like, we also recognize that space seems to be going outward, you know, and then it doesn't end. Cause like, 
you know, they say that the universe expands, but expands into what and all? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> okay. The space thing, maybe, but the time thing, I'm not that knowledgeable on it. <laughs> okay. Yeah, well, I guess maybe we you should You can't talk about it, but like I said, I'm no, going to tell you. you my quiet self, but you know. I hear you. But the other one, just briefly, um, there's like, people don't realize this also, because like, just pick any any point, like, you know, anywhere, just any dot, right, ever, a point on, on a piece of paper anywhere, and imagine going inward, you know, just like with a microscope, and, and just like going in, um, getting smaller and smaller within that, right? Well, logic seems to tell us that you don't ever stop getting smaller within that, you know, because there's always something smaller. And to me, that, that means like there's like an infinite number of infinitely small universes, you know, it's kind of like, or, you know. Well, yeah, I, yeah, I agree there, George, because if there's, if it just keeps getting smaller and smaller, smaller, then you have all these little worlds, all these things explored, then that would never end. Yeah. And they all, and all these little worlds are part of this big world. You know, I mean, there's, there's only one, I mean, they, they kind of like, I guess, you know, from every point, they get larger, but when they get larger, they kind of like join together, I guess, with other points. Whereas like when they get smaller, they get smaller and smaller and smaller within themselves. I mean, I don't know. They, you don't hear much about that. Yeah, I know. And, you know, I often wonder what it's like for insects, you know, because like they're so small by comparison to humans that what like do are they able to see smaller things that we can see like the things we can only see with a microscope are the insects able to see with their very advanced eyes are they able to see microscopic stuff like bacteria and shit like that yeah yeah good point yeah because i was thinking that yeah good question <laughs> yeah. Even though, like I said, you know, Jamie doesn't believe it, but I still believe there might be a multiverse out there where there are alternate versions of ourselves and all. Oh, that. actually, yeah. yeah. <laughs> WSD, I, I got it. Let, let's talk about um, Fresco because you, you mentioned that it's kind of like sad, oh, but yeah. you know. Oh yeah, oh, that, yeah. That, yeah, that's right. Because that was the reason that WSD, you're feeling kind of sad, so your yeah at the beginning wasn't quite what it usually. Yeah, is. that did kind of had that mind. I mean. Yeah, like I said, his speeches made sense. I mean, he's a great talker, and the way he um, convinced people kind of made me think that, okay. Yeah. See, it's like, it's, it's like kind of like saying, it's kind of like this. You catch more flies with honey than with vinegar, basically. Uh-huh. And somehow, I, yeah, I think, but me, the way he convinced people, I didn't think honey existed. All I know was just vinegar. Don't waste time. Talk about um, a lot of people don't know who Jacques, um, you know, what who, who he is. Fresco is. Uh, just describe a bit of his work. Well, if y'all look into his website, there's um he was trying to um build a um trying to um teach society, teach people, educate people. Not preach. I don't want to say preach, but educate people on um, reasons why um, he does what he does and you know did he create did he create the Venus project is that his project oh or? yeah he did yes 
I've never been good at explaining this. This is why I kind of stopped making videos. But yeah, it, um, he did create the Venus Project. And this Venus Project is basically going to be a utopia where it's going to, instead of working on a monetary system, it's going to be a um, resource-based economy where where it's not, um, not how much money you make. It's just based on the resource you can produce, basically. And, um, it's hard to explain. Yeah, yeah no, it's the, the idea is doing away with money, just like you know, yeah, and maybe sharing things and stuff. I hear you. Yeah, pretty much doing away with money, basically. And the reason why I didn't want to say that because you know, if people say if they hear me say doing away with money, they're gonna say, "What do you mean doing away with money? I work hard for my money." You know, that kind of gets clicks in their head, and that like. It, this whole cycle like what are you talking about i earned this yeah well then and the people feel the same way about free will you what do you mean we don't, i don't have a free will you know you mean i can't take credit for the what i'm stuff i've done i hear no. you yeah oh yeah yeah i was trying to word it in a different way but you know i'm nowhere near as good as frostco was <laughs> but yeah yeah, and 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 Jamie usually talks about this kind of stuff, but Jamie hasn't been able to join us on the podcast recently because he's having you know difficult family situation, and his brothers like he has one brother that sleeps at at night, the other brother sleeps during the day, and either one complains if they hear him talking. So he's he, I feel yeah. I feel sorry for him <laughs> yeah, right now because I talked to him earlier. He said he was he was getting tired, so I guess he's in bed now. And I can kind of understand doing this. At seven at night, because where he's at, it's like one in the morning. So yeah, I can see why that's so fucking late. Oh yeah, yeah. That's another thing you gotta take account of fucking time. And we and we we might want to go back to I think when we started we we started at five was it? I mean who knows? I thought it was earlier than that. I thought it was around two. Okay, I guess uh, yeah yeah. Mm -hmm. I I thought it was earlier. Sometimes I I remember back when I had that other job, I couldn't do it because that other job. I had at the stadium. Okay, so yeah, we might want to consider going back to no, a different time. Just like, job. also like, um, David. David hasn't joined us because it's the same. You know, again, it's it's so late in in England. Yeah, I yeah I know. Because um, I remember for a while we were doing these like at two uh, p.m. Central my time is what we had been doing. But then uh, I think there was – we actually tried to make it later so that somebody else could join us because they were working during the day. So, yeah, that, this is just one of those – It lot, might have been me. Yeah, or it could have been Mitch or Michael Walsh. I'm not even sure. But, yeah, this is just one of those problems where when you've got people in different with different schedules who live in different countries and, and wacky stuff like that, it's really hard to find a time when we can all meet to do podcasts. Yeah, that's the tricky part. Well, Chandler, you might want to send a, a group email and just like, you know, maybe asking people, you know, what the best times are and just like, you know, just weighing, you know, who, who says it like in terms of like, for example, how often they participate and stuff because some some people aren't you know on that much but um but would want to i know da- again david joseph uh, used to be on pretty much every podcast and like when we changed the time it became difficult for him so he might you know uh, be able to join us again more regularly um yeah i mean um if 
if you have the time, I mean, I, I, I kind of like this time because it allows me to to be outside a bit more in the summer. But, you know, if it brings more people in, you know, um, it might it might be good to experiment with a different time. Yeah, that may be a good good idea um, to just like take a vote and see who would like to move it earlier earlier or if the current time works out, you know, because I, I do want to talk to our British people again. I kind of miss talking to them. Yeah. Oh, Anthony, I haven't heard of him in a while either. Oh, yeah. Anthony's a lot of fun, isn't he? <laughs> He's a goofy one. Well, I used to be an angry one, but I've been calming down these past couple of years, so. Oh, uh, that's good. Yeah. yeah. I don't know. Just like, um, I don't know. I don't judge people like I used to anymore. Just like the guy that got, um, the one that got kicked out of his house, he said the bank kind of messed him over. And the bank said, I'm sorry, ain't nothing I can do. Sorry about that. I'm like, what are you talking about? Nothing you can do. Yeah, but it it does. This whole free will thing, it helps us to not respond with anger when when stuff happens. Yeah. It doesn't mean we're not upset, but what it does mean is that we just try to look at the causes that make people that way in the hopes that we can prevent other, other people from doing the same things if we understand the causes and can change something. Even though sometimes I get sad because it doesn't feel like we can ever do enough. Yeah. Yeah, that's what that serenity prayer is about. Like, accept the things we can't change. And, you know, that's also very Buddhist. And it's, it's also very Stoic. The Stoics said, like, well, we're supposed to do our best at whatever we try to do. or you know, But, like, you know, things aren't up to us. They got it. So, like, when things don't work out our way... You know, just be content that we tried as best we could. Yeah, exactly. You did your best, and that's all anyone can do. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, because you you know, guys, like, I've been thinking, like, because, you know, I recently had my 30th birthday, and I've been thinking, like, you know, I want to... I want things to be different in my life from now on. I want to be happy and not just always upset at all the evil in the world. Yeah. Uh, we, well, well, Chandler, here's the thing. Um, the reason we do the free will podcast and also the reason we do the philosophy, science and religion podcast is to to help create a happier world, a better world. And usually a better world has to do to a great extent with happiness. And and so we may want to kind of like explore happiness in more detail because what I've done, you know, Happiness has been one of my, you know, research interests over the years. You know, I did like 138 episodes on it, a TV series back 15 years ago. And what I find is that like when I think about it, when I practice it, because I really practice happiness like people, you know, go to the gym and and it really helps. I mean, like just recently it's been kicking in a lot. I'll, I'll go to like downtown and sit on a bench and say to myself, all right, now what I'm going to do is just watch people go by and get happier and happier. <laughs> and so, like, and it works, you know, it's good. Cool. So we, yeah. we might want to talk about happiness. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. Because, yeah, that, that never hurts. Yeah. Just like me, yeah, me I just, I've been you know, taking walks lately, even though my back has been bothering me lately. 
It mm. just um yeah. So yeah, sometimes like part... yeah. Go ahead, go ahead, double C. I'll go downtown. Sometimes I'll go to a certain events like a couple weeks ago they had this thing. Well, you're not in Philly, so you're not gonna know where South Street is, but this is um they had the whole street blocked off and they were having this festival. It was it was a lot of fun though. They had dancers, there were people dancing. And I don't know, you don't have my Facebook account. I'll tell y'all after podcast, but yeah, but I don't um that's family only, so don't expect me to add y'all, but still. It's um it was a lot of fun down there. I just had fun. Yeah. Play around, talk to a few people. See, because another thing is like, what you know, after after Trump won, you know, I said, my oh my God, you know, I don't want to waste any more time trying to get people to do things that you know, for whatever reason, they're not capable of doing. You know, either they're just like not moral enough or not intelligent enough. And so, like, so like for example, you know, like a lot of my political work was about that. And I said, you know, rather than wasting time, if I work on happiness. And, and use myself kind of like to experiment with it, fine, I may not be able to help other people as much as I'd like to, but then it's not wasted time because at least I'm helping myself. And like when I help myself, then the people that I, you know, spend time with, you know, I, I, can, I can talk with them about it and I, at least I, I can make some kind of an influence in, in my personal life. And so, you know, that's, that's the benefit of happiness is like to explore it it's not it's not wasted effort if, if we're not able to like convince the whole world of stuff yeah yeah because yeah i don't want to waste too much time trying to convince people of stuff i want to just ha have some happiness in my life because hey life is short you know <laughs> that's the hard part like and like i said if i'm going to convince somebody i'm going to have to convince people i know they're going to be want to be convinced because, you know, trying to convince anybody else that don't want to convince, you know, that's an uphill battle. Yeah, that fly ain't going to be tricked by that honey. <laughs> All right, so let me ask you something. Because, like, we, you know, one thing that we have in common, in addition to not, you know, understanding we don't have a free will, is, like, we care about the world, and a lot of times we care about the world at our expense. We become angry, we become sad, we, we spend a lot of time learning stuff and trying to teach people stuff. And so... You know, and then so it does affect us. We get, you know, so it, I mean, I don't know. Maybe we might want to consider creating a third podcast, depending on how we're feeling as a group. When we're feeling, let's say, optimistic and really working on helping the world, then we either do a free will podcast or a, you know, philosophy, science, and religion. But when we're feeling kind of like, well, it's time to take care of ourselves, you know, we might like want to do a, a, a happiness, science, and religion or something. I don't know. Yeah, something like that. Mm, yep. Ugh. Yeah. So, I don't know. Um, like, because, yeah, I guess we haven't officially closed our episode yet. Um, but, yeah, I mean, th this is all good stuff to talk about, to give people a heads up for, you know, what we may talk about in future shows and stuff. Um, so, let's see. Um was there anything else that you guys wanted to say before we do an official closing to this episode? Rest in peace, Jack Frost. Yeah. Rest in peace. Rest in peace. Yeah. Yeah. 
Yeah, well, um, you've been listening to Free Will, Science, and Religion, and we started out by talking about alternative ways by which people who don't blame people, even if they believe people have a free will, they find reasons to not blame people and to not get as angry at them for certain reasons. And then we kind of got talking into other interesting topics that we may cover more in some of our future shows. And we're all a little bit sad about Jack Fresco dying because he was a smart dude and he won't be able to speak anymore, but there's a lot of recordings of his. So um, stay safe, everybody, and thank you for listening.